0: there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is, Lord, I want to, but I can't. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that when we get together in your name that you are here in the midst of us. So we thank you that you're here, that you want to teach us your way. We thank you so much, Lord, that you're preparing us for eternity and that you also want us to live in your divine plan and your intention right here on the earth, and that you want to teach us how to do that. That you came that we may have life and have it to the fullest. We thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, giving us revelation knowledge. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. And so we're going to talk about how we want to do what God tells us to do, but we can't. It's too hard. Our flesh is pulling on us too hard, and it seems impossible. I want to read to you what Jesus said in John fifteen five. He said, "I am the vine; you are the branches. Whoever lives in me, and I am him, bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing." And I don't want to take this out of context, so I'm going to just read the whole thing to you. Our quote the whole thing too, pretty much. Um, Jesus said, I'm the vine, you are the branches. My father is the vine dresser. And he said that any branch in him that doesn't bear fruit, that he cuts it off. So in our life, anything that doesn't bear fruit, anything that doesn't produce goodness, he's going to cut it off. But we have to allow him to do that. We have to allow him to clean us up and to think his way so that we can produce good fruit, so that we can have that good life he intended for us. Verse 3, you are cleansed and pruned already because of the word. Now, he was talking to the disciples. And he was teaching him, teaching them the word. And he wants to teach us the word. And that's how we get cleaned up. That's how we get our perspective right. We get our thinking lined up with his thinking And we start living on his opinion rather than our own or someone else's because we realize his way is good. You know, the disciples, they laid everything down because they saw in Jesus that his way of doing and being right was a good way. His way to live was good. And so in verse 4, he said, dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you just as no branch can bear fruit of itself. Without abiding, being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. Whoever lives in me and I am him bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. If a person does not dwell in me, he is thrown off like a broken branch and withers. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire and they are burnt. If you live in me, vitally united to me, my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts. Ask whatever you will, and it will be done for you. When you bear and produce much fruit, my Father is honored and glorified, and you show and prove yourselves to be true followers of mine. And so Jesus is teaching us here. He's teaching us that when we come in agreement with him, when we come in agreement with him, for example, by his stripes we were healed, We're going to be healed. When we come in agreement with him, we're going to be able to ask what we will, and it'll be done for us, and it'll glorify the Father. And we're going to be proving to be true disciples of his. And so we can't fight his will. We have to come in agreement with him. You know, so much of the time we want to do what God is calling us to do, but we don't think we can do it. We don't think we're good enough. We don't don't think we can. We want to but we can't. And we even struggle to do it. You know, we even struggle to be healed without him. We struggle to um, do um, life without him. We struggle to take care of ourselves without him. And we weren't created to do any of those things. You know, when we stand before him, he's going to say, I had a great thing for you to do. And then we're going to have to answer as to why we didn't do it, right? Because if he said... If we believe in Him, there is a greater thing for us to do than to just take care of ourselves. To run around in circles like those who don't know Him do, trying to figure out what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear. Anything we're doing here, you know, is temporary and really a waste of time if we're trying to do it on our own. If you're trying to do something on your own apart from Jesus, You know it's going to come to an end. We read that. We're going to be gathered up and thrown into the fire because if we're not in agreement with him and we're just wasting our time chasing things or really chasing another God and we're separated from him and we're not choosing him even though we think we are choosing him. So to be separated from him is to be walking another path but I wanna talk about when we're seeking after him and he gives us direction, like to go for him. You know, I remember when he asked me to quit my job, I'm like, I can't do that, it's too hard, it was too much of a pull. And I'm not telling you, he's gonna tell you to quit your job, but when he tells you to do something that is impossible, it's gonna take faith to do it. And it's gonna take being in that relationship with him and letting him change your thinking, and just letting him take over. Submit to him and let him take over. Just be connected to him and let him clean up all the things in your life that aren't going to produce anything. You know, the world lives trying to produce fruit, and it's temporary and it's going to end. What they're doing is chasing other gods, and it's a temporary time here. It's a temporary thing they're doing, and they're really wasting their time. And as Christians, we're called not to waste our time, but to do that greater thing, to do what God called you to do, a thing of great importance. And you're going to stand before him and um, you're going to answer to him why you didn't do it. I think it's so cool how, you know, God is judging us before we come, before he comes. You know, he's telling us what's up before it happens. And so we're not going to have any excuse on that day. You know, he's going to say, I sent Sherry. She told you, and I told you yesterday, my real name is Sherry. And so sometimes you might hear me saying Sherry or Lee, but um, I, on yesterday's video, I explained to you that God called me to use my middle name, which means sheltered from the store. So he'll, he's more likely to say, I sent Lee. You weren't listening to her. She told you I was coming and you needed to prepare for your eternity. You know, he sent John the Baptist, and he did his part, and he has a part for you to do. And I'm doing my part, and it wasn't easy when I started. I mean, I'm, not, I'm the most unlikely person to sit in front of a camera and um, have my picture taken, let alone doing a video. But God got me here, and I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I want to do it but I can't do it. So if you want me to do it, you have to do it in me. And he did, and he is. And I'm doing this because he's doing it in me. And because I love him, and I said I would do anything for him, and so he's doing in me what I can't do by myself. Without him, I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk to you, let alone have a message to tell you, or even have the revelation that he's given me. So whatever he's calling you to do, he's going to empower you to do it. He's going to do it in you, but you have to be willing. And so what he's saying is so much of the time we're just running around in circles, trying to figure things out. We're trying to accomplish things. You know, we're, we're trying to live this life here and, and teach our kids our values without God. And he's saying it's really all a waste of time and it's not going to bring you anywhere except into damnation. So he's telling us ahead of time that we need to find out from him what we are called to do. We need to find out from him each step of our life and then know that we can't do it without him. Stop struggling and trying to do what he called you to do without him or giving up because you don't think that you can do it. Um, You know, even receiving your healing can be a struggle without him. Whatever he's asking you to do, it's too hard. It's too hard for you to do it, but he's gonna empower you to do it. And so when he says to um, receive your healing, learn how to receive your healing from him, he expects you to do that, and he's going to empower you to do that. He's going to empower you to... I remember when I broke my leg. There's no way I should have been walking on that leg without hardly any pain for a couple days, but I did. You know, And I did it because I believed him, and really that's what it comes down to. You have to believe him. And when you believe him, you're going to trust him, and that is faith in him. And it really starts with you getting to know him, getting on your face every day, opening up the word of God and getting to know him, and then trusting him that you can do it in him, that he's going to do it actually in you. He has the power. He he will enable you. What God is calling us to do is a great thing, And he's calling you to do a great thing. You have a great thing to do for him. And the time is short and anything that we're doing that isn't focused on eternity or focused on him is really a waste of time. And what does the word say? What is seen is temporary, what is unseen is eternal. And so if we don't have our focus on what is unseen, what our focus on him, then what we're doing is really a waste of time. I just felt like God wanted me to talk more today, though, about our personal struggle. You know, even just to get up every day and have that time with Him, to get up every day and to seek Him. Talk about not being able to do anything without Him. We can't do that without Him. Lord, I want to, but I can't. You have to humble yourself and say that. Lord, I want to, but I can't. I want to do videos for you, Lord, but I can't. I don't have this. I don't have that. I can't talk. Um, You know, I I just can't. I can't get in front of a camera. I'm too shy. And then you just do it anyway, and you ask him to help you, to empower you to do it. And whatever it is that seems too hard, you know, even if it doesn't happen for you the first couple times, you know, even though it doesn't seem like it went well, you just keep doing it, you keep doing it, because so much of the time God will just have you practice. Practice what he's telling you to do. Practice trusting him. You know, you have to get to the place where you have understanding. You have to have his revelation knowledge, and he's going to show you that. But you have to give him your attention, and you have to do what he tells you to do, which is call those things to be not as though they were, and say that you can. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. If he's calling me to do videos, I can do videos. If he's calling me to sing in front of a crowd of people, I can do that. Whatever he's calling me to do, I can do it because he's going to strengthen me to do that. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so whatever you're struggling with, it's going to get you to the place where you need to be. Whatever you're struggling with that he's called you to do, Um, I want you to know that all you have to do is ask him to do it in you. Get on the vine and know that apart from him, you can do nothing. And as you live your life that way, sometimes everything just seems so hard. But as you just say, okay, I'm just going to do this. And I know that you're going to be by my side and that I'm going to be able to do it. I know that you're in me and I'm going to be able to do what you're calling me to do. And even though it seems like a struggle, it won't be. And then you just be surprised what you can do, how things work out. And it goes from one instruction to the other. Everything he calls you to do, some things may seem easier than other things, but you just keep telling him you can't do it without him. So, and then he does it in you. He does it in you. You can't do it without him. You can't do what he's calling you to do. You can't take You can't do what takes faith without him. You have to be connected to the vine. You have to be willing to bow down and just say, whatever you want to do in me, Lord, you're the potter. I'm the clay. I'll do it. Whatever you're calling me to do, I'll do it. And just trust that he'll work it all out in you and just take every instruction he gives you. And you might be thinking, I can't, but you can say, Lord, I don't think I can, but you can in me. You can make it possible You can do that greater thing in me. And then just spend your life focused on him, focused on eternity, because that's what matters. What is here and now is temporary. Your life here is temporary. Your house here is temporary. Everything that you have going on here is short-lived. And God is saying that if you're just focused on that, if you're running around in circles, that's what he's saying today you know, trying to provide for yourself, trying to do things that he wants to do for you, it's really a waste of time. Where is it going to bring you? If you spend your whole life trying to figure out yourself, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear, and then you stand before him, and he said, why did you spend your life doing that? You're going to feel pretty silly when you say, well, Um, I didn't believe that you would provide for me like you did the birds. I didn't believe it. And when you stand before him and um, he asks you why you didn't go and do what he called you to do, and you say, I'm sick, you're going to feel pretty silly when he said, you didn't have to be. By my stripes, you were healed. You know, you're not going to have an excuse because he didn't leave room for that. He covered all the bases. Whatever he called you to do, whatever he told you to do, whatever the word of God says, he is faithful to back it up. He wants us to know that today. Stop wasting our time worrying about things that are futile, worrying about things that don't matter, trying to take care of things that were already taken care of for us, and just live our lives according to a word. And when we do that, we are connected to the vine, and we're going to be empowered to do what looks impossible. And, of course, the enemy is going to come, and he's going to say, you can't do that. It's too hard. I'm just thinking about in the garden, I watched the Passion this last weekend. I watch it every year. And Satan said, you can't do that. It's too hard. Isn't that what he says to us? You can't do that. It's too hard. You can't. And, but are we to listen to him? Submit to God, resist the enemy, and he'll flee. You can do it because great, the greater one lives in you. Because Jesus is in you, you can do whatever God is calling you to do. He is going to do it in you. I had this vision once of him and me. I saw me and him, like, passing through each other, and it just really helped me to know he is in me. He is in you, and he is in me. He really is. When you ask Jesus to come live on the inside of you, he comes and lives on the inside of you, and he empowers you to do what you can't do. In fact, if you've never asked Jesus to come and live on the inside of you to be your Lord, he's calling you to commit to that today. The word says that he knocks at the door of your heart, and if you invite him in, he'll come in and hang out with you. Jesus said, It's better that I go, and then the Holy Spirit will come, and He'll live on the inside of you. He'll be your counselor, your standby. He'll remind you of things to come. He'll tell you things to come. He'll remind you of things I said. He'll just be there for you for everything. Everything that you need, He is, in, uh, he is on the inside of you. He's everything you need. He'll be there all the time. Your counselor, your standby. You can ask Him anything, and He has the answer. He's everything that you need. He's your power. He's everything. And if you want to ask him today to come and live on the inside of you and be your God, if you want to commit to him to be a part of what he's doing, you know, he's coming. And he's asking us to do a great thing, a greater work as to prepare for his return. He's asking you and I to be a part of it. He has a vital part for you to do in preparing for his return And what he wants to do is reach out to others with your voice, with your life. Whatever he's calling you to do is gonna affect somebody else. And his will is that everyone should know. It's not his will that anyone should perish. That's what he's working on right now. That's what he's doing. And he's asking you to partake in that. He's asking you to be a part of what he's doing. And so when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he's expecting that you're going to commit to him, that you're going to be on his side, you're going to learn how to live in his kingdom, and you're going to let him do that great thing that you were called to do on the inside of you. Of course, you can't do it without him. Without him, of course, none of us are good enough. But in his eyes, we are the most important thing to him. In fact, he thinks of us day and night. He loves us, and he's calling us to be a part of what he's doing. He's calling you. No one is um, devalued in his eyes. We all have value. He loves all of his children, and he's reaching out to us today to tell us that he needs us. He's chosen us to do his will, and so if you want to commit to him today, you should know that he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He shed his blood for your life, so that you can be right with the Father, so you can be forgiven, so you can have eternal life. He went around doing good for you and for us, and he's calling us to do that good in return. He's calling us to be like him, to grow up and go around and do good, to show the Father, to represent him. He's calling you to do that. He's calling you to do a great thing, and you are good enough. He's in love with you, and he's going to empower you to do it. So you can't say, I can't, but you can say, I can because of you and me. So if you want to ask him to come and live on the inside of you, I'd love to pray with you right now. All you have to do is say, dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us and be our God. We thank you that um, you gave your life for us and that you, you want us to be a part of your life. And so we thank you that you'd come now and just fill us with your spirit, fill us to overflowing, and show us what you're calling us to do. We know we can't do it without you, but we can do it because you live on the inside of us. We can do it because you are going to do it in us. And so we thank you and praise you, Lord, right now that you have filled us with your spirit, and we know already the direction you're taking us, Help us to be committed to you and as faithful to you as you are to us. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. John 1-1 tells us in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God. And so what you want to do is get filled up on this Word so that you can know Him, get on your knees every day, and have communication with Him. He's going to talk to you, and when you do what He's telling you to do, He's going to manifest Himself to you. Jesus said, if you love me and obey me, I'm going to show myself to you. And He is real, and He's going to make Himself so real to you. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.